welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Canal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Hello, crazy birds. I hope you guys are all well. And I just want to welcome you to another episode of Mama Earth Talk, where we talk all things sustainability and find new ways to actually help out Mama Earth. I'm your host, Maris Canal. And let's dig right into this episode. So we are in July. And I'm really excited because most of you that has known me for some time know July is all about plastic-free July. And if you're new to the concept of plastic-free July, stick around. I'm going to get right into it. And if you are participating, you know, well done for, you know, taking that leap and trying to reduce your plastic. So kudos for you. Um, so what is Plastic Free July? Oh my goodness, where do I even start? Uh, it's basically a movement that kind of encourages us to make changes or, you know, change our habits, um, if you like to say it like that. And I um, actually had the founder, Rebecca Price Ruse, on my podcast. It was uh, episode 78, so I'm going to link it up in the show notes as well. But yeah, you can check it out. She talks all about her journey, kind of where, you know, she visited a recycling facility and just decided, well, the next month she is going to try and go plastic free. And the next month so happens to be July, hence Plastic Free July was born. And uh, for me, it's actually quite special because you know, I've done Plastic Free July. Um, I actually lived in Perth in July 2011, I think. Or did I? I can't remember. No. No, it was just before that. Sorry. Scrap that. <laughs> I was almost living in Perth by then. So actually, the the second year um, it was going on, I actually lived in Perth. Didn't know about it. Um, so found out about it when I was living in Dubai. And yeah, it's it's quite cool that for me, it's kind of gone all full circle um, as this year I'm actually doing Plastic Free July in Perth where it started. And um, it's been great to actually be, be in contact with Rebecca and her amazing team at Plastic Free July and, um, and actually helping them out the last couple of months um, doing little bits and pieces and, you know, advising where I can. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of it. I would really, really encourage you if you have not listened to that episode, episode 78, and just, you know, check it out. And, you know, if anyone wants to kind of, you know, start with their journey, because Plastic Free July can seem like very intimidating, you know, at first, because people think plastic free oh my gosh, do I need to remove every single plastic item in my life? And the answer is no, you don't have to. Um, you know, a lot of people like, you know, some people go cold turkey and, 
you know, they do stop using any single-use plastic items that they possibly would in that month. Uh, whereas other item, um, other people would typically just, you know, give up one, two, or three, you know, four, five, how many ever items, um, but normally just give up a few items that they would normally buy. So, um, so yeah, it's totally up to you. I mean, you can go, you can go on Plastic Free July's website. You don't have to wait until next year to sign up. You can, you can join midway because it's really about changing our habits and. You know, you really don't have to wait till the 1st of July to actually start this. You can start this in any month. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe in August, in December, you know, it's it's still time, you know, just start. And I'm sure you, you guys will enjoy it. Um, so I'm going to share with you some of my tips, you know, um, but also... I want to share with you guys what I'm doing for Plastic Free July because obviously we live a very like zero waste lifestyle and we try to live that as much as possible. Uh, but there is still items that we do recycle. Um, I mean, geez, we're not perfect. We do still have some plastic items in our house, but we do try to minimize and you know, look at the way we shop, whether stuff can actually be recycled um, and try and opt for stuff that is. But firstly, you know, we always try to buy stuff that can be reused and you know, go to the bulk um, stores and fill up. So we do try to get that done as much as possible. But I have a few things that I do struggle with and I decided, well, this Plastic Free July, I am going to go all out and tackle those four items. So it actually started just with cheese um, and to um, to give you guys a little before everyone's like, oh my gosh, she consumes dairy products. Yes, I do, but I do mainly eat a plant-based diet. I just on the occasion have some cheese and I often do use like creams and yogurts in some dishes. And my husband's the bigger culprit than me. He um, he actually drinks milk in his coffee. So he's the big milk guy. Why we always struggle with milk in our house. And um, but we, he, we don't drink a lot of milk. We probably go through, I would say, about a one liter of milk every like seven to 10 days, depending on how much coffee we we have. But um, yeah, my I mainly take my coffee black, hubby takes it with a bit of milk. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of our, our challenges is cream, milk, uh, yogurt or yogurt, depending on where you're from, and cheeses. So the cheese, um, is for me actually one of the easiest ones to to switch to because i found that our local supermarkets actually sell um the cheese wrapped completely in wax um so there's absolutely no single-use plastic at all that is used through that um which is amazing so i love buying cheeses like that and um i would afterwards kind of i don't throw the cheese away because <laughs> obviously that can't go in the recycle bin and 
not great for compost. So um, I use the wax afterwards to create like little fire starters, fire starters, sorry. Um, and you guys can actually go and have a look on the blog. I'll also link it in here but kind of how I make little fire starters. And I often give them away to people that I know use fire starters because obviously, you know, instead of going out and buying fire starters that a lot of the times has got so much chemicals and stuff in, it might be a better option for them to actually use that. And um, I've also kind of created this, um, you know, stored it in like these little toilet rolls that I don't cut. And, um, and once I have kind of enough, like I would say between five or 10 toilet rolls that's full of wax, I would, um, you know, put that on my local buy nothing group and, you know, just put it out for people that actually makes their own cheese so that they can kind of use that instead of having to buy new wax every time. And um, also maybe I wanna give it a go at some point. So saving up all those wax. And there's also another local store um, I think it's called the Cheese Cathedral or something. It's actually in like a supermarket. It's a very like section offed thing that only sells like a variety of cheeses. And it's apparently the biggest one in Australia. Um, so this weekend I decided that I'm going to head over there and check it out and just like kind of see what I can get there and maybe a little bit of a bigger variety because at the moment I think we only have about three or four different cheeses that we can get in the wax. Um, so after a time it, it becomes very limiting, um, but at least we have that. So yeah, check it out. So um, and also a lot of the times if you buy from um, these places, they would also, um, you know, be able to cut the cheese for you there and you can wrap it in your beeswax wrap or just put it directly in your container and, you know, wrap it when you come home, obviously with the beeswax or <laughs> you, you've got some of those silicone um, wraps that you can just reuse and reuse instead of using single use. So... That's my cheese dilemma. Then when it comes to the cream, uh, I actually found an amazing supplier that sells um, really great double, double cream in glass jars. And I can actually reuse this glass jars or donate it to our bulk food store. Um, they actually sterilize it and then put it out so that people can actually use it um, instead of purchasing containers, uh, which I find such a great idea. Unfortunately, the, um, the supplier don't take the glass containers back. It's just that um, where they are currently, um, they don't have the facilities to you know, collect everything. And um, so it's a little bit hard for them. I did check by the way. <laughs> and then um, third one is the milk. So for the milk, um, the actual same supplier that I buy my cream from sells really great um, milk in glass jars. And I mean, I've checked, you know, how they treat their cows, what they eat, um, everything kind of, you know, to go to that supplier. But something, it's kind of really hit and miss with the supplier because they only supply to like very small um, stores. So you can't get this at a lot of the mainstream supermarkets. And their milk is super popular. Like literally it sells out so fast. 
Um, like even on Wednesday, because normally Wednesday mornings they get the milk in and Wednesday afternoon when I went to buy the milk for the week, it was already sold out. So, so it's quite a challenge with that. And I have found a store that actually offers milk on tap, which is amazing. I have not been there yet um, because their operating hours is a little bit, um, you know, not not great. They close at around 5 p.m. And, you know, as me and hubby is only sharing one car to try and reduce on our footprint, um, I only get the car like after 6 p.m. So there's that one hour gap, unfortunately. And um, I've tried si like figuring out how I can cycle there. So it's about 25 minutes to 30 minutes by bike. And I have attempt doing it. Uh, but yeah, got caught in the rain. So the weather this month is not great. So unfortunately, I had to purchase milk once in a container. That's like a recyclable plastic um, one. But I have been using like some of those milk containers um, to actually water the plants. So I do reuse it quite a lot before I actually recycle it. Uh, so that's the milk dilemma. So hopefully I can actually go to that, um, that place and fill up our container over the weekend. Um, so yeah, very excited to go there. And then with when it comes to yogurt, like, oh my goodness, I have gone to every single store that I could look, like go to and I just can't find any yogurt that is um, in a container other than plastic. So I actually thought, you know, I might be able to find stuff in glass, but nothing so far. So if you know of yogurt that is in glass jars, please tell me, please tell me. It would be just amazing to kind of, you know, know about supplies like that. Um, so yeah, I, I had a very long and in-depth conversation with some of the people that did the Living Smart course with me. Um, if you don't know what the Living Smart course is, um, I spoke with Shani, um, about that a few episodes ago on the podcast. I think it was episode 100 and 136. So you can go and check out and hear all about that there. Um, but yeah, so they actually gave me the advice um, to make my own. And they were like, it is super easy. Um, you literally just need to like have a little bit of a starter type of thing that you mix in with your yogurt. You kind of boil it or don't boil it. You just before boiling point and then it cools down. Then you kind of keep it warm at a, at a certain temperature. So that's the advice I've been given. I'm going to dig a little bit more into that and actually try and give it a go and see to make my own yogurt. Um, but again, like I just don't want it to become like kind of with um, the kombucha I was making because um, then you end up using so much more because you need to use it. Um, whereas when I normally buy yogurt, I only buy yogurt like once a month. And, you know, once it's finished, it's finished for the month. I won't necessarily go and buy another another tub. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to keep you guys updated on this yogurt dilemma and see how it goes. And yeah, I mean, guys, where do I start giving you guys some tips 
on where you can actually start with your own Plastic Free July journey if you're new to it or whatever. So I would definitely recommend to... Um, to go and download my free beginner's guide to zero waste living. So the link is in my bio on Instagram, uh, but I'm gonna link it up in the show notes as well and have a look, you know, see if there's anything in there that um, that you might not be doing yet and just take it from there. And I mean, with Plastic Free July, this year and last year has been totally different because of COVID. So um, so I always say, you know, kind of be safe, be responsible. And um, I, I'm just amazed at how many like cafes and restaurants has actually adapted to this and, you know, still allowing people to bring their own containers, to bring their own keep cups or, you know, coffee cups. So it's really, it's really amazing. I absolutely, absolutely love it. And um, that's, that's just some of the things that you could do. I mean, you know, if you, if you're really in a dilemma where you're like, I don't know where to start with Plastic Free July, um, well, start where you're at. Like, you know, ask yourself, like kind of, you know, am I still using single-use plastic bags? Like, yes or no? Okay, I'm I'm still using that. So maybe have that as one of the things that you can do, you know, just like make a point that for the rest of the month, you're not going to ask for a single-use plastic bag. You're going to bring your own. And if you forgot, maybe ask for a box. And I know there was some stores that actually stopped um, allowing people to use their own um, like reusable bags. So in those cases, I would definitely recommend, you know, if you're driving um, or, you know, whatever, <laughs> try because um, they just don't want you to handle the bag inside the store. Just put your groceries di- directly back into your cart or into your basket. And then just when you go outside, go and pack it in your own bags if that's the issue um and then yeah i mean like straws as well um you know we can always say no 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 to the straw um and again it just depends on the restaurants i know a lot of places are using single-use items at the moment with COVID. um but check it out we've been um we've been getting so many amazing tips from people um and also with with one of the like um responsible cafes that i also had um joe on the podcast and i'm i'm gonna link that episode in for you guys as well um yeah so they they've got or they kind of designed like this kind of graphic thing that's um that can easily be wiped down but um it basically creates like a contactless pour so when people put their reusable cup on there their baristas is actually just you know pouring from the top they're not touching your cup at all you literally put it down they fill and there's no, no contact at all. So certain stuff like that, you know, you can always propose that to some of the um, cafes, especially if, um, you know, you're planning on supporting them quite a lot, you know, make check if they if they're willing to do that. If not, go to another cafe. So yeah, so that's the reusable coffee cup. And, um, and then like single, single use plastic water bottles, like, oh my goodness, like, um, the fact that, you know, 
it's so bad for you, especially if you stay in areas where the climate is so, so hot. You know, those bottles are traveling back and forth in like um, these trucks. So there's so many microplastics that's involved with that. Like I would not drink that water at all. Um, so yeah, so, you know, kind of opt for something that comes in a, like, you know, your own reusable water bottle. <laughs> um, go for that. And I mean, many places have refill taps where you can fill with uh, filter tap water. There's still um, some, some areas where they've opened up um, the water fountains. So there's definitely options available. And then the utensils as well. Uh, even though some places won't let you bring your own containers at this point, um, you know, we can always say no to the utensils and say, hey, 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 no, let's at least stop that. <laughs> that one from sneaking into our bags and into our lives because they really, I mean, there's not a lot of places that actually recycles it. So let's just try and avoid it completely. And even if it is a bamboo or a wood or whatever, you know, try to use your own stuff. Most of the time you're either at home or you're at work when you need to eat your takeout. So, um, you know, most of those cases you do have a cutlery option available. So yeah, say, just say no to it. And again, when it comes to groceries and shopping, so I touched a little on the single use plastic bags, but um, we also have the single use produce bags. Like, oh my goodness, that sound. Like, honestly, guys, when I'm at the grocery store and I am in this produce section and I just hear, you know, like the, I can't even make that sound. It's too terrible. You can hear that roll, just like someone rolling off a bag and like breaking it off, like, you know, that sound. That is one of the worst sounds I honestly hate it. I, I just, I just hate it. Like every single time I see someone there at that plastic bag, I just want to like give them a reusable and just be like, Hey, Hey mate, you want to use that one rather? Um, yeah. So we don't need to put one apple in a single use produce bags. Like guys, really like most of the times, I don't even put stuff in my produce bags. Even if I have reusable produce bags with me in the store, if I'm only buying one avocado, one tomato, one onion, then I'm definitely not gonna put them in three bags and then have to wash the bags when I come home and you know, who knows what. I just pop them in my basket and you know, go, take it as, as, as I go. Um, but yeah, just make sure, you know, um, invest in some reusable produce bags and try to get them as light as possible um, because I've been using my reusable produce bags at like the bulk food store as well and our um, our local supermarkets got like kind of a self-service area where you can buy really awesome snacks they've got some amazing like nuts and like really good chocolates and um, like chips and snacks and everything that's kind of more I won't say they're super healthy, but they're healthier than the crap you would buy in a packet, you know? Um, so yeah, so I would say they're, they're a bit of a better option. So for those places, I always use my produce bags um, just because the scale 
does not tar. So you can't, it's like a self-service little station. So it can't tar. So if I put my bag, um, it's gonna take that weight off the bag and unfortunately I'm gonna pay for it. But my bag only weighs like 20 grams. So if your chips is like $7 for a kilo, then you know 20 grams isn't that much. So I'll rather pay that than have a package item. Um, so yeah, I love doing that. Absolutely love doing that. And I mean, with Plastic Free July, it's really about, you know, being prepared and, you know, trying your best. And if you're standing there in that line waiting to order a coffee and you're like, damn, man, I forgot my reusable cup. Um, even that, that's progress because it made you think about that cup and, you know, just have a look and see can't you just take like a few minutes and have the coffee there or you know have your food there if you forgot your reusable container it's just little things like that that you know you kind of become more aware and the more you do it the more aware you become um yeah and then i mean when it comes to our bathroom like oh my goodness guys do we have loads of plastic that's normally in the bathrooms and you know, I was shocked the first time I kind of audited our bathroom and had a look and see, you know, what is exactly in there that's plastic. And um, there was a lot. <laughs> I kid you not. Like now you won't find that much plastic in our in our bathroom. Um, but I mean, it's simple things like you can even just like the next time you need to buy a new toothbrush, you know, instead of buying the plastic toothbrush that is easy, it's convenient, it's at the supermarket, uh, just get the bamboo one. And I mean, bamboo toothbrushes are becoming so popular now that you can even buy that at your um, supermarket. So, you know, instead of grabbing the plastic one, grab the bamboo one. And there's been many people that's like, yeah, but I use an electric toothbrush and I can't, I can't buy the heads or whatever. Uh, there is now some companies, I'm gonna try and find some of the links and put it in the show notes, um, because they are actually making the bamboo toothbrush, like the, the heads in bamboo. So they've got like, some of them's got like the whole, you know, toothbrush, like the electric part bamboo, and then the heads bamboo as well. But there is some some companies, because obviously the last thing you wanna do is have to replace your existing electric one. Um, if there's nothing wrong, it's just the heads are in plastic. So you wanna change the heads. So there is some companies that's actually doing that. So that could be something that, you know, next time you need to uh, buy a new toothbrush, just look at an option like that. And another, like this is one of one of my favorite swaps that I've made in the bathroom, and that is seriously razors, like the razors. Um, you know, if you just look at how much waste some of these razors create, um, I have to say, like, you know, we've had me and my husband uh, bought our double-edged razor blades from Leave Shave in 2018 still using it it is amazing and i'm still using the same blade pack that we got when we when we bought it it's crazy um so yes it was expensive you know when we had to buy that i was like holy crap but you know i've paid so little over the last three years for blades like literally nothing 
that blade pack I think we bought for about $2 and it's still going. Um, so yeah, so it's things like that, you know, check what is it. And I mean, you don't have to go now if you still have like six packets of um, razor blades that can't be recycled, but you've got it in your cupboard, you know, try to use it, like finish it first and then switch over. Don't throw perfectly good stuff away just because it's plastic. Um, you know, try and be reasonable with that. Um, so those are some of my tips. I hope you you got some ideas on, you know, some of the possibilities that's out there. I have to say one of the one of the things that's really helped me to kind of stay on the zero waste path is just really to kind of be prepared. And um, also in in my guide that you can download, there's some images of my sustainability kits. And I've also posted about it on social media. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, just to have something kind of like on the go, like, you know, when when you're going out, you always have like a water bottle. You, you know, if you know you're going to have coffee or if you have a coffee every single day, take a reusable coffee cup with you and just little bits and pieces that's kind of more tailored to your life because you might not have restaurants close by where you're going every single day. So in order for you to have a um, lunchbox, beeswax, you know, spork, everything. You might not need that, but someone else that goes out for takeout every single day might need that. So it really just depends on your lifestyle. So have a look there and, you know, see if if you could do something that's easy to carry with you because you don't want to have like, you know, an extra trolley just because you've got your on your go kit with you. And I always make sure I've got extra stuff in the car. Um, I do prepare when I go shopping um, just because me and my husband only have the one car. Um, I kind of need to be, you know, prepared that, you know, over the weekend sometimes or on Thursday evenings, I'll go and do our grocery shopping um, and, you know, make sure that I get everything we need. And um, yeah, just kind of prepare what I've got. But I do always have in the car like a little kit that's ready to go just in case I, um, you know, have some meeting somewhere and I was driving with the car and now I'm like, oh my gosh, like that shop is right there. Instead of me going tomorrow, drive all the way to a place, I can now come and do my groceries right now. And then I do have some basic items and then, you know, you kind of just jiggle and manage with what you've got. So yeah, I hope this this has been actually um, helpful for you guys. If you are doing Plastic Free July, let me know what is the stuff that you have given up or um, have planned giving to give up and how's it going? Like what, what are you finding the hardest about, you know, a month without certain items? I would love to know and also love to help you guys and support you guys with some more advice and everything that you need to make sure that, um, you know, we can help you on your journey to, or a journey with less waste. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I am looking forward to hearing from you guys. And that's a wrap. 
huge thank you for our amazing guest for being on the podcast and for sharing their journey with us. You can find the show notes of this episode on the mamaearthtalk.com's website. The biggest thank you goes out to all of you crazy birds for listening to the podcast. If you have not already listened to all of the episodes, you can go back to a few of them. You will absolutely love them. I really enjoyed recording every single one of them. And I really hope that you enjoy listening to them. There's over a hundred episodes. So if you feel a little bit lost on which one to listen to next, maybe select one of the episodes with guests that you might want to know more of and start from there. If you enjoy the episodes, why not tell a friend about the podcast and maybe share an episode with them. Let them know that we are here and we are waiting for them with open arms and they are all very welcome to join the crazy birds globally. If you have a question for me, please send them over. The best way to get in contact with me would probably be a DM on Instagram. You can either send it to my personal, which is at Zero Waste Mariska, or the podcast, which is at Mama Earth Talk, or send me an email at hello at mamaearthtalk.com. If there's a particular guest or topic that you would like to hear on the podcast, let me know. I love to hear from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every second Monday. So make sure to subscribe that you do not miss a thing. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.